morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Ethan coming at you live from the True You HQ. This is the 22nd episode of the True You podcast. True You is an outlet for people to discover their inner greatness and what it takes to become the best version of themselves. These are real-life conversations with amazing people and the only intention being to add value to our listeners. Today, we have Mrs. Carrie Young on with us. She is an entrepreneur and businesswoman in Houston, Texas. She is a full-time luxury wedding photographer and also co-owner of Over the Top Waffle Shop, a gourmet ice cream shop just outside of Houston. She was born and raised in Des Moines, Iowa, and decided to move with her family to Houston for the weather and the roaring economy. She has been photographing weddings for six years and began the ice cream shop about a year ago with the help of her husband, Alex. And the main goal was to teach their son that you can do anything you put your mind to and also the values of starting a business. She looks to continue to build business and create more opportunity and in partnership with her husband in, in Houston, Texas. So that's a great bio. Carrie, thank you for hopping on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to, to have you. I've been keeping up with you guys on Facebook and all the fun moves that you guys are, are making out there in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, it's something new every week, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's, let's see, where can we take this thing? There's a lot of directions we can take it. I've talked to both you and Alex a little bit before this and, um, you know, I, I know you guys have a relationship of, of a lot of support being at the, in like the, the DNA and the makeup of the relationship, because he's also, you know, an entrepreneur and in real estate and has his ventures. And then you're crushing it in your space. And before we were talking, uh, or before we hopped on this, we were talking a bit about, about that relationship and about those core values and supporting each other. So let's start with that. Let's see what road we can go down by by beginning there. Absolutely. So how do you, how do you feel about just the, the road and the um, just the journey that you guys have experienced together? And what are some, some takeaways from that? Um, you know, I think uh, so we've, we've been together now for 12 years and I think kind of looking back on like where we started um, and, and then also uh, knowing what our goals were, even when we first met each other, we, we kind of both clicked in that aspect of knowing like, you know, we want to be, we want to work for ourselves someday. That that's literally what we've always said. Hey, we want to work for ourselves. We don't want to clock in for somebody else. Um, I don't want to make someone else money. I want to make my own money. Um, so looking back over the past 12 years, it's, I still kind of mind blown at how far we've, we've come. And I know earlier I mentioned to you that, you know, sometimes we'll just kind of throw ideas at the wall and, you know, just whatever sticks will run with it. And sometimes some of our ideas are so crazy that I'm like, one of us should be pumping the brakes, but we just kind of run with it. And, um, you know, if, if it happens and it works, it's great. Right now, Alex has been talking about a donut shop and I'm like, gosh, I feel like I should say no, but, um, you know, he's so talented with what he does also. So I'm just like, if it works, it works. I guess just not being afraid of, you know, taking that chance or taking that risk really has kind of gotten us where we are, you know, so far. Is there a way that you guys sort through all those ideas and all the, the, I mean, you guys have a lot going on, right? Like how do you guys figure out, okay, this is a direction worth running in. 
Oh, gosh, you know, um, so for the ice cream shop, for instance, um, I, I woke up one day and it was like, God was telling me you need to open this ice cream shop. And I told Alex that and he goes, well, we don't know anything about running an ice cream shop. And I said, I know it's crazy, but like, I just have this like crazy feeling we're supposed to do this. That was March of 2019 that I told him this. And he said, yeah, like, what are you, what are you thinking? And, and then he went off to golf and um, I stayed home and I literally like had this business plan and a pro forma and a logo made. Um, I'd reach out to a realtor. Like I went full speed ahead of this with one day and he came home and he was like, oh my gosh, you're serious. Um, so, but once a ball kind of started rolling with the ice cream shop, he was like, okay, let's pump the brakes. Uh, this is making me nervous because he was actually giving me his life savings to open the <laughs> ice cream shop. But, um, I think, uh, we just tend to not like, so I was so passionate about it. And so he was like, you know what, even though like he was wanting to pump the brakes, I was still super passionate about it and I knew it was going to work. Um, so he, he trusted me really. It's just trusting each other. So if he has an idea that maybe I'm a little leery about, I still have to trust his, you know, his instincts or his gut. Um, and then also, um, you know, his expertise because he's more into real estate, um, that I don't know a lot about the whole real estate side of things, but I just trust, you know, I trust his expertise in that. And so he kind of stepped back, put his trust in me with the ice cream shop. And, um, that that's kind of how that, you know, really flourished. But I think a lot of it is, um, you know, just, uh, really trusting each other's ideas truthfully. And then, yeah. you know, not all of our ideas stick either. Yeah. Yeah. The importance of building trust, especially in a significant other, like a relationship, I feel is just so valuable. I mean, it, it's, it's foundational really to creating things together and to making moves. I mean, otherwise you get stuck, but, Absolutely. um, but is and it takes a certain level to, I feel to, to gain trust or a certain amount of activity and connection to gain trust. I mean, but did you guys, immediately feel this way or was there like a journey leading up to building now to have that level of connection that you're at today? Um, so I think honestly, when we, when we started to realize, um, you know, kind of maybe when we first, when we built our first house together, which was in 2011 back in Des Moines, um, that was probably our first, you know, step in really learning to trust each other, uh, just through a building process. If, you know, if, if anybody's built a house together before, you know how stressful that can be. Um, so I feel like that was, you know, our first real go at, you know, seeing how well we can trust each other and, and trust each other's instincts and input on something as important, you know, as a home that you're going to be living in. Yeah. Let these big decisions stack up and then let that be the momentum almost, it seems. Um, yeah, for sure. What, uh, what, what, I guess, do you guys get out of like the, the whole experience of like, like, I know that growth comes to mind when I, when I talk to you or when I hear these stories, like there's just that, that value, like when you're talking about showing your son what's possible, like what lights your fire up, Carrie? Um, (laughs) uh, probably like just proving people wrong but really every day Alex tells me is like there's nobody to prove wrong like you know you can do anything but like that's literally like just proving to people like you know I don't have a college degree I I graduated high school 
Uh, I didn't pursue any college. I went straight into uh, dental assisting and I did that for uh, almost 12 years. So um, I think that you kind of get spoon fed this notion that you have to go to college in order to, you know, to be successful in life. Um, so really it's, it's for me, it's just proving to everybody, like, look at what you can do without, you know, a, a, a college education or, you know, just look at what you can do with just a little bit of drive and heart, um, you know, and, and, uh, dedication to, to get something done. Um, so really just proving to people that I can do it. And, you know, like I said, Alex tells me every day, he's like, you don't have to prove anything to anybody, but I think if I lost that thought, then I would maybe slow down on what I'm doing. So even if there isn't anybody that I have to prove anything to, like in my mind, I still, I'm going to do it just so I can like prove a point. It's, it sparks it, right. It helps it ignite. Yeah. Yeah. I I can see that. And especially in a world of pointing fingers everywhere and I'm better, you're wrong, I'm right. All that junk that's out there definitely adds more to that spark, I feel. For sure. Um, (laughs) How would you uh, relate like your your photography business to to the new venture? I mean, how much have you taken? You've been on that journey for six years now? Yeah. So actually... um... Six, yeah, probably since like 2014. But the so the the crazy thing about that is I actually started photography uh, when I lived in Des Moines, and then we moved to Houston, and I had to start over from scratch. But when we moved to Houston, I was still having to come back home to Des Moines every weekend to photograph weddings because they typically book you know six months to a year in advance. Um, so it was easy for me to do photography in Des Moines because I grew up with all these people. You know, I had so many. Uh, referrals or word of mouth, you know, all my family lived there. And then moving to Houston, I had to start this business from scratch. And um, I think when you make a big move, it's already kind of like a it's it's a shock for sure. You're, you don't have your close family around anymore. You don't have all your friends, you know, they're supporting you. So when we moved to Houston, and I had to start my photography business over that really kind of um, I, I, I learned a lot about myself uh, in those first six months. Alex finally came to me and he goes, babe, you have to get a job. And I go, listen, I am not working for anybody. At all. <laughs> he goes, well, then you better, you better get this photography up and going or else you have to go get a job. So um, again, that was, again, I had to prove to him that I can make this work. Um, so I just, you know, I did a bunch of networking uh, in, in the wedding industry. You know, the wedding industry is uh, very different in bigger cities like Houston. Um, people spend you know, what they would spend on a house on their wedding. And I just feel like, you know, more so in the Midwest, people didn't really do that. Um, So I knew that there was a good market for me to kind of position myself in, in the wedding industry. Um, But essentially, I think what I learned from uh, that I was able to carry over from doing uh, wedding photography over to the ice cream shop was basically just building something from the ground up again. Um, And then just knowing, you know, how to, how to put that hard work into it and, and have the motivation, you know, to, to make something happen. The other thing that weddings has really taught me um, is just to like, learn how to talk to people, learn how to, you know, work with, with people. When I shoot weddings, you know, they're, you're dealing with all sorts of people from vendors to the bride and groom, to family, to friends. And then at the end of the night, you're dealing with drunk people. (laughs) Um, So I've just really learned, you know, just how to deal with all sorts of people through the wedding industry. Yeah. 
And um, at the ice cream shop, when people come through, they're like, oh, my gosh, you're so friendly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's really, you know, that that's nice to hear. But I think that I have essentially learned, you know, my people skills through, you know, the wedding industry, through photographing weddings and there's something about like the max value you can get like that growth that comes out of throwing yourself in the the deep end like you did with the starting over at houston because now your senses are on high alert right you're really you're really engaging in it i feel at that point because of the the move right the leap um Absolutely. What are some of the, I'm interested in learning a little bit more about that experience because I feel like there's a lot of value we can pull out of that moving to Houston from Des Moines. And you had some concepts or, or, well, not even concept. You had some skills already built up from Des Moines and doing the business there. But what were some of the biggest struggles? What was some of the, what were some things you had to overcome that went into that building it completely over again in Texas? Um, yeah. So I think, I think one of the major things, and I think maybe a lot of people don't really talk about, uh, you know, depression and all of that, but truthfully, like when we moved um, from Des Moines to Houston, I was, I was really, really depressed. Um, it just, it kind of set in, you know, that I, I didn't live 20 minutes from my sister anymore. I didn't have friends. I didn't know anybody, um, you know, our neighborhood was not like how the neighborhood was in the Midwest where, you know, people, everybody comes outside, everybody knows everybody. Um, people just kind of kept to themselves. So it was hard to meet people. Um, so anyways, I think, you know, also trying to pull myself out of this like very depressed state um, and trying to, you know, restart up this photography business that I was so passionate about Um that was that was really hard, I think. And then I think truthfully, the hardest part about that is because Alex sees me in this like different light. You know, I'm just such a happy go lucky person. I'm always the, I'm, I'm the strong one, like out of, you know, my siblings and everybody like everybody knows like Carrie, she's hard headed. She's strong. Like you're not going to hurt her feelings, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So to be able to have to come to Alex and actually tell him like, hey, I'm really depressed. This this move actually really sucks. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was, that was one of the first hurdles that I truly had to get over before I could even, um, start to, to get myself back out there into the, the wedding industry. Because again, you know, you're dealing with so many people and you can only put on this, you know, fake face for so long, um, before it really just kind of dwindles you down. Um, so really just, uh, having, you know, Alex's support, I think maybe even getting over the fear of like telling him like hey I'm super depressed because I was I, I didn't want this like I didn't want him to have like this stigma you know ab about it or you know I didn't want him to look at me different because he's always viewed me as you know really strong um and I didn't want Alex to see me differently mm -hmm. so that was one of my biggest hurdles to get over was to open up to him about being depressed and what made me depressed and truthfully it was because I wasn't the move of course uh but then ultimately at the end of the day it wasn't it's because i wasn't able to do what i loved anymore because i wasn't able to you know i wasn't booking weddings you know i really get a high off of booking weddings like yeah. alex can tell you <laughs> i have a little uh i have a little app that you know all my wedding all my contracts and everything are in and and when i get paid it makes this like you know cash your cha-ching and um i'll do a happy dance every time <laughs> you gotta celebrate the little so, wins right you gotta yes yes of course. So um, I, I, so then, you know, I ended up having a good strategy 
after about six months, I, you know, I told Alex, I said, let's, let's do a bridal show. He was on board with that. We did one of Houston's like biggest bridal shows. Uh, you literally just have like this blank canvas and you have to, you know, just make a whole, like, almost just like a mock-up room, you know, essentially that, you know, bride. Uh-oh, yeah. can meet you and everything. So we, we spent months kind of building that out. Oh, yeah, now we're good. And doing Sorry. that. Can you hear me? Oh, perfect. Perfect. No worries. Um, so we spent a long time, you know, working on that. Uh, the it was, it was a Houston bridal extravaganza. Um, so we spent a long time working on that, kind of getting that going. And I think that that really helped me just, I think having something to focus on really helped me kind of, um, you know, start to set new goals. And then from there, just kind of really learning to network, truthfully, going to all the venues, all the, there's a ton of wedding venues in Houston. It's actually kind of quite insane how many wedding venues there are. Uh, but just going to all these wedding venues mm -hmm. with my postcards, you know, maybe a bottle of wine, introducing myself um, is really how I got my foot in the door with a lot of these wedding venues. Uh, just letting people know that, hey, I exist. I'm here. You know, here's my here's my business card, whatever. Um, so then from there, I was able to get on some preferred vendor lists, which those are great to be on because then. Uh, you know, brides could essentially come to like open houses at that venue and meet you personally. And then the venue is also saying, hey, we recommend this photographer. So that was um, that was that was the biggest step for me was um, just yeah. learning to know. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's you know, a couple in, of directions that we area. can take this based off of your answers. I, I really like how you threw the extra touch on. Um, well, you first off, you got over your fear and you and you got through that depression. You went out and you did stuff. You took action and then you had a bottle of wine on you. That's an over, I, I, I took that away from that, that networking experience because that's, that's an impression. So if people are listening that are in the networking <laughs> space, um, you know, ask what you can do to make a lasting impression, uh, make that first impression, or first impression, a lasting impression, but that that's beautiful. But I'm like the, the, the word that keeps popping up in my head that I'd love to venture down a bit more is your passion. And, um, and this podcast is called true you. And it, it seems like you're totally true to your passions and that you will not let anything stop you from the pursuit of that. Um, just what, how would you speak on, on that? Because it, it just seems like that's, am I right? Is that what Carrie Young stands for is yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you are right. You know, so um, when you're saying this, what comes to my mind, my sister actually said something to me a couple weeks ago. And um, again, I, I just don't ever like I, I don't ever ask people like, hey, how do you view me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what people's opinions are of me um, until my sister said something to me a couple weeks ago. And it was uh, obviously we, we, we went through COVID. So first mm -hmm. of all, I want to say we opened up our ice cream shop, November of 2019, uh, going into the food industry is already, they say yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, they have the highest failure rate, uh, restaurants do. So everybody was kind of like, don't do that. You don't want to do that. Um, but I knew that this is what I wanted to do. So we already kind of had the odds against us, right. Of like this restaurant industry having the highest failure rate. And then also we've never been in this space before. And then come, you know, February, March, 2020 and COVID hit. Um, my gosh. And we just, we made it through COVID. Thank goodness. Um, 
And then uh, if, if you've watched the news at all, we had this whole, you know, snowstorm a couple weeks ago. And um, I was calling my sister every day and I was like, hey, she's like, how are you guys doing? And I'm like, well, you know, none of my employees want to come to work and that's fine. But I'm from the Midwest, so a little bit of snow isn't going to scare me. So I still went and opened up my shop. And people like a lot of people were coming to the shop because there was nowhere else open everywhere, everywhere else was closed. So people were so hungry uh, and so desperate to get out of their house that they literally were coming to eat ice cream and, you know, 20 degree weather, which they said that was like the coldest it had been in Houston and, you know, like a hundred years. So my sister says, she's like, do you realize something? And I was like, what? And she was like, it doesn't matter what the universe throws at you. Like you figure out a way to like mm. persevere through that. She's like, and it just blows my mind. Uh, and I just, for me, that's just when, it, when, when, you know, things start to hit the fan, like you have to do what you have to do. That ice cream business is that that's my baby. You know, that's a lot of our life savings wrapped up in there. So I think when you're, you know, when you're in that position, right. you do whatever you have to do, you know, to kind of, uh, you know, to make things work. But then also you would ask kind of, you know, my passion. Um, and truthfully, uh, my biggest passion is Caden, uh, our 17 year old son is just showing him, you know, what a little bit of hard work and dedication will do. Everything I do is basically, you know, to teach him. Uh, mm. I have one job in this world and it's to be a good mom to Caden. And, um, you know, it's just basically to teach him, like, you can do anything you want to do. We're actually probably not your normal parents. We're not forcing him to go to college. We would rather, you know, teach him the ropes of uh, owning, a, owning a business, rather be an ice cream shop, uh, you know, a restaurant. He's He's been in the culinary, uh, culinary's kind of been his passion since he was in middle school. So he's done culinary programs mm -hmm. all through uh, middle school and high school. So he actually wants to own a restaurant. So my passion is basically just showing him like, hey, you know, if you want to put your mind to something, you want to do it, let's do it. And you also have two awesome parents with a lot of knowledge that'll That's help powerful. you, you know, succeed in whatever it is that you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, you're actually living when you're opening up the opportunity for them to express themselves in ways that they're passionate about. Like that's that's exciting when when it's like you can do anything you want to, honey, you know, like that that attitude. And then uh, embracing, I love how your sister said that about you. That's an incredible story. And that, that to me is like you, um, you already had a made up mind that you're going to do it. You're, you're going to do it no matter what you're going to figure it out. And there's no option of yeah. turning back. Um, which when you get put up against the wall, that's when you shine because of that. And then you discover you don't ask yourself or you, you don't fall victim. You ask yourself, how can I, what's next, what's available. Right. Um, that's beautiful. There's this story, not to get too far off track, but there's Absolutely. a story that I feel like relates to Carrie's uh, journey of like uh, these, um, this old story of these people rolling up on an island that they had to take over and they had a ship of 300 people and there was a shit ton more people on the island than that, like a thousand or a few thousand or whatever. And the leader of the, the boat uh, he said, all right, guys, well, we're going all in. They got off the boat to go to war or to battle and they uh the leader threw a, a fire back on the boat and burned his ships um and so there's no turning back so that little analogy like i feel like that mental relation to what we're doing in life and what you did with your shop it's like there is no other option and then um 
and it's your calling. <laughs> so there, there's nothing more powerful than a made up mind. So that's a beautiful story, Carrie. I love hearing that. Um, so yeah, let's talk about awesome. the, the family values a little bit more with the son I, I, or with your son, excuse me. I, I love uh, just what you guys are doing, leading by example, you know, uh, are you guys communicating? Are you guys asking certain questions? How do you, how do you keep that um, lively? Um, so I actually, I kind of feel sorry for Gaten because I feel like he's almost just like thrown into this like adult world of like, you know, hustling. <laughs> Essentially, that that's what Alex and I do. We hustle every day. Um, so he probably uh, listens to business talk or get, you know, we talk to him about business more often than he probably really enjoys. Um, but he's he's also kind of thrown in this at a young age. I do want to mention something really quickly about Caden. He actually, uh, he, he's so fun to be around, truthfully. He's such a good kid and he's just, he's so fun to be around. Um, and, and, you know, Alex and I took him on a little spring break trip last weekend and uh, we just had so much fun with him. And it actually kind of made us sad that we're so busy that we don't get to spend, you know, enough time with him, you know, where it isn't, you know, at, at the shop because he also works at the shop for us as well. Um, so anyways, that was really nice to kind of just get away from work for a little bit, uh, get a, you know, a couple, three, four days away, kind of hang out by the pool and, and just really enjoy each other's company and, and not talk business at all. That was great. I do want to say, I think I realized that Caden had um, kind of the same like drive and passion as Alex and I did um, when he was, uh, gosh, when we moved here, he was in sixth grade. So I think it was maybe by eighth grade, he had a little cookie business. It was called Caden's Cookies. Caden, uh, he is a, he, the boy can cook anything. Like he honestly is so talented uh, in the kitchen. Um, but he really, really loved to make macaroons. So, um, and those are actually really challenging. If you've never made a macaroon before, they're really hard. Uh, I still can't do them to this day, but Caden makes a really nice uh, macaroon. So, he started up this little Cadence cookie company and the car dealerships around here, uh, they always have like fresh cookies uh, in the, in the waiting room in their like service department, why, why people are waiting. So Caden literally was making cookies for these car dealerships and like dropping them off every Monday and, you know, getting a paycheck for these cookies. And it, it kind of makes me giggle because it showed up in my memories um, this past week of his, you know, his first official paycheck from these cookies. And he just was so proud um, and then that year around for Christmas. So then he, he posted on his page, you know, he's going to do like little Christmas baskets, little Christmas tins with cookies and macaroons. And my gosh, that kid was so busy. Uh, I think he sold maybe like a hundred tins, which was pretty darn good considering, you know, that we just didn't know a lot of people. We'd actually joined a, a golf, a country club and, um, a ton of people like through the country club and the car dealerships were ordering, you know, his tins from him. So at that point, I realized, yeah. like, okay, he's different. You know, he's he's going to be like, he's different from other kids, but he's going to be a lot like Alex and I. Like, he has that that drive <laughs> and that entrepreneur kind of uh, mindset as well, which uh, just makes I'm, Alex I'm sitting and I here so smiling from ear to ear about that story. <laughs> um, that's that that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's. <laughs> Wow, I mean, just this looking at the your your kid do something like that, it's it's got to be empowering. 
for absolutely absolutely and then also you know he enjoyed it too when Je- that's what so alex actually tells kaden um probably daily uh you know find find something you know find something to do that you love um and get paid for it and then it will just you know never feel like you're working um and i i truly feel like i hear alex say that to him at least you know five times a week uh which i think is just such good advice for kaden unfortunately for kaden he kind of sees uh how alex and i live a little yeah. bit and he wants that and that's great but oh, I'm, not no. gonna, I'm not gonna hand him any, anything <laughs> yes you know like yeah. I want him to work get dirty for right get the hands <laughs> dirty a little bit here that's so, there, there, we want to there's there's got to be yes, a, a sense yes. of appreciation right that and that comes absolutely you know he wanted um he wanted he wanted some Ray Bans. He'd actually little shithead. Excuse my language. Alex and I both. <laughs> I love him. He's probably going to be one of the first shit. ones to listen to this. Thanks, mom. I'm sure, and he knows. He knows. So Alex and I both we had Ray Bans, and then Caden's like, "Hey, can I wear these? You know, to the golf course?" And we're like, "Yeah, you know, just make sure you give them back, bring them back, whatever." So somehow he managed to lose um, both Alex and I's Ray Bans. And then he, he wanted us to buy him his own pair. And uh, this was, you know, maybe last year. And I said, listen, I said, I will go in half with you on these sunglasses because you have, yeah. you're not going to respect them if I pay them. You know, you're not going to ha- there's not going to yeah. be any value to these sunglasses for you. So, you know, he's he's a we're kind of away uh, on a little trip little getaway but then also looking at some properties uh while we're here yeah uh, you know two birds one stone over here so um we so Caden's back home of course because it's his senior year and he needs to be in school but last night he texted me and he's like hey can I drive your new car and I was didn't even get a chance to respond to him because I didn't see the message and then I call him and I go Kaden, you're you have your own car, and he's like, uh, and I go, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, I already took your car. I have a brand, I have a brand new BMW, and he just is like, it's nothing to him. So Alex is like, no, he is not driving your car because he doesn't understand, yeah. you know, the value of a car. So no, we're not letting him drive your car like that. But so that's what we we still try to let him. You know, don't get me wrong, he's spoiled yeah. rotten and he knows it. But when it comes to like bigger things. You know, um, we, right. we could open up life, an ice cream shop and hand him an ice cream shop. Values. We're not going to do it because yeah. he'll never. Yeah. And this, this, he, uh, he, this, I think, yes. uh, the message yes. that you're portraying here goes across more than just parenting. It's huge in parenting, but um, in, in business and in, in anything, really. I mean, going through the motion and earning your way to the top, right, is so valuable. And that's where you pick up on life skills. It actually makes you a lot it makes you move more fluidly through life when you build these skills through experience and through that grind, um, which that's more loving than giving. I mean, uh, or not giving like, as in like, I mean, you're, you're giving to them by doing this in general, but like, I mean, by throwing like an opportunity in front of him for him to do for him to take action on, you know, the same thing with business, but. Absolutely. And then he would also, you know, because right now for us, like, I just, I want him to, uh, and he he probably doesn't understand this right now, um, but there's something so rewarding about building something yourself by achieving, you know, a goal on your own, as opposed to somebody just being like, oh, hey, here, you know, here's this, you can have this, even if it's buying, you know, a pair of sunglasses or, you know, a, a, something 
expensive saving up and actually buying that there's something so rewarding to that but trying to teach um you know a 17 year old that like you know uh you have to work for things or he'll i'll go shopping and um you know he just he he wants to do the same thing and i'm like well you know get your get your card out you can you can buy your you can buy your own clothes or whatever so uh, and sometimes and then I feel guilty. Then like the mom guilt will kick in like, oh, I should be buying him this. But Alex like, no, he literally <laughs> goes to the mall every single week. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we he's there to, to help level it out. Week. It seems like you guys have so, a really good back and forth relationship of like putting each other in check, which I that's that's appreciative. That's appreciative. For sure. <laughs> for sure. You know, and it's Alex normally. uh putting happened to put me in check because for me I'm just like I don't care you know whatever and Alex like no but also every it's always it's a mom guilt I'm telling you and Caden knows it and I think he plays so well off of you know <laughs> I'll just tug at my mom's heartstrings and oh, she'll I say love, yes. I love the, the family <laughs> um, story and the path that we went down and um, we're, we're we're not quite there yet but we're creeping up towards towards the end of this so what would you suggest I guess just with I know that we dropped a lot of nuggets or you, you gave a lot of value just through those stories, but um, while we're kind of coming to the end here, what would you say to those that are, you know, either um, let's, let's just say that are making leaps or they're thinking about going after something or like they, they have a passion for something like Caden had for his cookies and you had your, for your, your uh, ice cream shop. Like, what do you, how do you speak to those people that are in that stuck moment of figuring themselves out? Um, yeah, absolutely. Honestly, just go for it, and and don't listen to to essentially, you know, the naysayers. If I would have listened to, you know, everybody that told me I can't do something, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't be a successful, you know, wedding photographer, and then I also wouldn't have, uh, you know, the ice cream shop either because it's it's amazing. Um, it people will literally project onto you, um they feel like they could never do that. So then they're going to oh, you shouldn't do that. Um, and that's been my biggest thing is just not listening to those people and really just kind of going with your, your gut, your instinct and your heart on, on, you know, anything that you're passionate about, but then also um, not every idea sticks, not every, you know, uh, idea will, will flourish into something, you know, successful. However, there's always something valuable in trying, you know, Alex and I will we'll say, we'll throw something at the wall, you know, we'll throw a hundred things to the wall. And if one sticks great, um, you know, for, for the ice cream shop, essentially when we started off with that, I had so many people say a bank will never loan to you. Uh, a landlord will never lease to you. So many people telling me no. And I truthfully just looked for that one person that would say, yes, try it. Because the worst answer that you're going to get is a no, you know, so it's like, try it. So just really, um, again, just making sure that you, and we've learned just like cut that, that that's negativity to me. I like that, that that's negativity. When somebody says you can't do it, nobody will do this or loan to you or whatever. I really just have to like cut those people out or just, you know, kind of take their opinion with a grain of salt and still go about doing what I had set out to do in the first place. Thank yeah. you for your advice. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of those people, I feel like that even, even your loved ones, they, they, they want you to be safe or they want you to, you know, not, uh, 
not, not burn yourself up. Like, uh, and, and, you know, there's, there's a fear and there's, but there's, there's so much value in, and just getting out there and, and doing it and, um, and experience, like you said, just try, just try. There's no harm in just trying something, especially if it's just something that you can dip your toes into without having to f- over fully commit these big leaps in life. I feel like there's just a little bit more calculations that need to be involved in that. But when it comes to getting out there and, and doing something, I mean, go or go where the right people are at the ones that have those mindsets that are like yours that are anything is possible. Like that message that you said to teach him that he can do anything that he puts his mind to that, that simple message that we've all heard before is so true. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Honestly, I, Alex and I, we still kind of, we'll pull up to our ice cream shop. Yeah. See something stuck. One of those hundred <laughs> ideas that you threw at the and, wall. Uh, stuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, and we'll just sit there and we'll just laugh like we just look at each other and we say holy shit we own this ice cream shop you know it's still it's so um it, it's humbling too though I think it's um it it's definitely been a fun experience um but then also you know Alex was that person for me that even though not every day that he wasn't super thrilled about you know open it he was just more reserved he was more cautious on this ice cream shop and I get it because um, we took a bigger risk with this shop, um, but he still, even though he wanted to be, you know, reserved and, and cautious, he still, you know, supported me. And he, you know, when we got no's from banks, because my gosh, we were turned down by a lot of banks because, you know, we we weren't in this space. And what, what could you possibly know about running an ice cream shop? Um, getting those no's were very hard, but um, continuing down the path of, you know, applying with different banks for, for a loan again, you know, that was, that was hard too. It was like, okay, we're starting this process over again, but there's something beautiful and just like not yep. giving up and yep. just being resilient. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that story. And it seems like that you guys have found that healthy balance of cautious and look at what there is to, to look out for, but then also to support and to, to drive forward, you know, um, well, uh, let's Absolutely. let's wrap this bad boy up here. Um, I thank you so much for for hopping on. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I love your experience. I love your story, and I hope Caden listens to this someday. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Mom really threw it out there. I love. It. I mean, it, it's a. Uh, I, I think what you guys are doing is incredible and in supporting him and his visions too. So it's amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this, this has been a lot of fun. Um, you know, actually, our we have neighbors across the street. I'll say quickly that he uh, will kind of go over with them. They're older. We like to hang out with them. They're just they're a little older than us, but they're super chill. And we'll go over and have a beer with them on the weekends. And um, I thought it was pretty ironic that you, you know, had reached out and because uh, my neighbor was like, Carrie, you need to start some sort of a podcast. Like you just have way too much information to share. And I was like, Hey, hey I this, don't this didn't have God just used me as a resource to open up your mind to what's possible for you. I think that's, that's probably what happened with the, look at the, look at the ice yeah. cream shop. Right. Absolutely. Let's, let's uh, there's, there's signs. This is your calling <laughs> Carrie. Now you got to start a podcast. There you go. I just gave you a fresh commitment. Now you're, now you're starting a podcast. Um, no, it's been wonderful. What, uh, or wh- where can we find all this lovely, uh, information that you dropped on us, the, the ice cream shop and the, the wedding photography and all that. 
absolutely. So the ice cream shop is uh, on Instagram. We're at OTT Waffle. And then um, my wedding okay, is at Carrie and, Marie uh, Weddings. And a website, too, we can check you out on for that one. Yep. Um, so for the for the Carrie Marie, it's CarrieMariePhoto.com. And then the um, waffle shop is uh, OTTWaffle.com. Well, um, I hope you guys don't lose all your money gambling. I hope you guys enjoy. I'm just kidding. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest <laughs> of your trip. Thank you for taking the time to, uh, you know, out of your day to, to hop on this. It's uh, super exciting, super valuable. Um, we'll be posting it up later today, and I'm excited to, to keep in touch and to, to keep growing with you guys. So, Awesome. Absolutely. Sounds All right. Good. We'll talk well, good soon. talking Thanks. to you today, Ethan. Bye.